And so when you go to a networking event, some people think I'm going to find clients and that could be a valid reason, but it's more likely that you're going to connect up with people who solve problems that you don't solve. And those are your partners. Learn modern marketing that you can use to grow your business in today's competitive landscape. This is Digital Marketing Masters with Matt and Carrie Rouse. Hello and welcome to season four of the Digital Marketing Masters podcast. My guest today is the one and only D. Scott Smith. How are you, Scott? Hey, Matt, I am doing great. It's uh, first of the year here. We're I'm just excited about 2022. I know. I think 2022 is going to be a good year for a lot of people, you know, and, uh, you know, it's kind of, I, I wouldn't say we're out of the woods kind of thing yet, you know, but it's, it's definitely been an improvement in a lot of areas and, uh, and, you know, a lot of businesses and stuff are kind of getting used to how to deal with, uh, you know, pandemic time. And, and so things are getting a lot more normal and, uh, the new normal as people like to call it. Uh, but, on this season, season four, we're only interviewing business, marketing, and sales authors. And you are our first author of the season. Woohoo! All right. So congratulations. An honor. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about, you've written several books. So I wanted to talk a little bit about a few of them. So not your newest book, but a motivational listener is kind of, I don't know what you would call it, like the flagship, Right. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the first book I put out in uh, 2018, and it really originated from a talk that I gave, and then I had turned it into an e-course, and I had gotten booked for uh, speaking to a Project Management Institute's annual conference, and I thought this would be a great reason to have a book, and so then I took my notes and put it into a book, so then I had the talk, the course. And a book. Right. And I have the book. It's great. It's called Motivational Listener. And it's being intentional by being interested. And it's a practical guide to success at business networking. Yeah. Be interesting by being interested. It's a practical guide to being successful at business networking events. So the first half of the book is really focused on the brain science of how we connect. What, what do we actually do? How does our brain work? And then the second half gives you six steps that you actually do when you go to a networking event. Let's dig in a little bit more on this. For people who may not know that much about business networking events, or maybe they don't really like them for whatever reason, why do people need to get better at listening for one thing? And what is the advantage of using this system to be able to do better networking at events? Yeah, the first thing is to actually have a system. A lot of people go to networking events and uh, they could be like a client of mine who was the perfect engineer's engineer in the heart of Silicon Valley. He said, Scott, as soon as I walk into a networking event, the first thing I think, how long do I have to stay before it's rude for me to leave? <laughs> because he didn't really have a, a way to connect with people. I don't think that most people have a system, right? They're, when they're going to go to a business networking event or any networking event or a meet and greet or something, they just kind of show up because they feel like they have to or somebody told them they should go and they're completely unprepared. Yeah, that's exactly it. We, we're often told that we need to go to networking events, that 
that's an important part of your business, which is absolutely true, but we're not taught how to do that. And we, we see some people that are very effective. They go to network events, they connect to people, uh, they get business, they get partners out of it. And then other people come in, they spend a couple of hours, leave with no benefit. So what's the difference? The difference is having a system and a plan. What is the first thing that people should be doing when they go to a networking event? Yeah, you really should have a plan. So there's a there's a, a second book out, um, a more recent book called Relationships Grow Your Business. And it really gives you the structure that you need for your network. And so when you go to a networking event, some people think I'm going to find clients. And that could be a valid reason. But it's more likely that you're going to connect up with people who solve problems that you don't solve. And those are your partners. So you may not be a web developer, but people are always asking you, hey, Matt, I need a website. Do you know somebody? And if you've gone to networking events, you go, yeah, I know a couple of good web developers. Let me connect you up. That gives you value into the network because people know they can turn to you to find sources. I think that a lot of people undervalue what they could add to a network of people. And they also overthink, how can I turn this event into immediate business? You know, if you're there and you're saying, how can I make this system or network better with the people and the things that I know, you're going to have a much different experience over the long term than if you go there and saying, who can I sell things to? And that's exactly why we hate going to networking events because we, we, we think it's going to be two hours of bad hors d'oeuvres and high pressure sales, people right in your face trying to sell you stuff. And you don't want to be that person. Man, and it happens, right? I mean, it happens all the time when you go to a business networking event and somebody's immediately trying to sell you something. And, you know, generally speaking, those people do not stay at those events for long. They don't get any success, so they don't come back. So it's pretty easy to weed those people out. So here's my here's a couple of tips uh, for going to networking events. The first one is eat before you get there, because you're, you're not there to eat. If you haven't eaten all day and you go to a five or six o'clock business networking event, all you're doing, you're cramming food into your face, trying to get some protein going. Don't do that. Eat beforehand. Get some protein into your system. And then the second is, I generally only go to networking events carrying five or fewer business cards because my goal is, is not to be like a blackjack dealer handing, uh, dealing out a hundred cards to every person that's there. My goal really is to, is to connect with just a handful of people and I'm not giving everybody my business card. And in fact, one of the ladies I worked with, she's in the printing industry, in the printing industry. She has never in her life had business cards because when she hands out the business card, it's up to that other person to reach out and connect with you. But if you get their business card, now you have control. Is this somebody that I really want to connect up with? If so, then you have the control to reach out, reach out. If you're just throwing out your business cards, now you're going to get all these connection requests, all these invitations to lunch or coffee, and it may or may not be profitable for your business. You only have 24 hours a day, 1,440 minutes. How do you use them? 
there's uh, an interesting thing about business cards in pandemic times with everybody meeting on Zoom and stuff. Nobody's, you know, I've talked to somebody the other day who said that they ordered a thousand cards and they haven't given out a single one in two years. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's right. You know, what's interesting about business cards is I think there's too much stuff on cards. What happens is like people are like, okay, well, I'm going to put my picture and I'm going to put my logo and my company name and my slogan and our full mailing address and my email and the company email and our support phone number and our 800 number and my cell phone and our fax number. And like, it's just jam packed with data, right? On both on sides. Card. On both sides yeah, of the card. On both sides. And it's, and it's almost worthless, right? Because all anybody really wants is a way to contact you and your name, uh, maybe your company name, right? Like my new cards has on one half of the card, it has my picture, uh, which is the same one I use on all my social media accounts. It's the same one that's on the back of my books, right? So I'm recognizable immediately when they find me online. And then the other side has my name, my email address, and a little U.S. symbol for my U.S. company and a Canada flag symbol for my Canadian company and the website for each. And that is it. Back of it's blank so I can write on it. Yeah, that's exactly right. My my cards are black and white, uncoded cardstock, so it's easy for people to write on them. It has my name, company name, and contact information, and that's it. They're very, very, very plain. If somebody has all of their data on the card, what usually is happening is you're giving out that card and that person is taking it, scanning it into their app with their phone, and it's adding all of your data into their CRM system. And I mean, whether that's good or bad, you know, it kind of depends on your opinion. <laughs> but I just think like it's just you don't need people don't need to know all of the things about you. Right. Give them the the way that they want to contact you. You could even ask them like I don't have a phone number on my card. Right. Because I'm always on, I have headphones on because I'm always in meetings and doing online recordings and stuff. You cannot call me directly most of the time because I just, I can't answer it. I'm busy, right? Doing something that is not on the phone. So if somebody does want to call me, I'll write my phone number on the card, right? But I just don't put it on every card. But anyways, we, did, we were not here to talk about business cards. <laughs> so the Relationships Grow Your Business book on, it's on Kindle, it's 99 cents. You can find it. It's D. Scott Smith, D. Dot. Scott Smith and uh, you or you can just type in motivational listener because you are the world's greatest motivational <laughs> listener. I was told I am the uh, I am the world's foremost authority on being a motivational listener because I'm the only one. That's right. <laughs> me and Tigger, me and Tigger, I'm the only one. <laughs> it's always good to be the best. So the new book that we co-authored together with Holly Jackson, it's called Isolation. The Health and Wellness Business Killer. And do you want to talk a little bit about how that book came around? Yeah, it's a it's a great story because collaboration, I'm all about collaboration. And you and Holly were doing some work together and started a show. And then I was able to join you guys on the Business Builder Throwdown. And the best way to describe that is it's marketing education that's not boring. It's a lot of fun. We sometimes bring in guests, but we have lively discussions about different alternatives to promote your business. And from that collaboration, we decided, let's put this into book form because, as I often say, this is the 
greatest time ever to be alive because the barrier to entry is simply your willingness to participate. So we said, we've got this information. It's been valuable to people. Let's put it in a form that more people can get it. So we collaborated on the book, published it. And thank you, Matt, for all the work you did on the cover and the formatting. But the content is from the three of us, and it is really valuable. And isolation really is the business killer. Yeah, it's especially, you know, with different areas have different regulations and lockdowns and and things like that. But also there's sort of a, um, a business isolation if you're the boss kind of thing, right? If you're the owner, the manager kind of thing. A lot of times you want to talk about what's going on at your business, but you can't talk to your employees, right? Because it's about them, right? Or potentially about them or changes that would affect them. Or maybe it's about ideas for the business that maybe you don't necessarily want to throw around with your employees and staff. But you may not have any peers in your group who are business owners or entrepreneurs or are in the same type of business, right? So if I'm running a clinic, a chiropractic office, a dental office, you know, any of these kinds of things, massage therapist, acupuncturist, something like that, right, for health and wellness, not everybody is going to understand the struggle, right? Somebody who goes to work and and gets a salary or, you know, is, is paid to do their work, generally speaking, unless they work as a salespeople, they're not doing any lead generation. And if they are a salesperson, then they aren't worried about how's my company going to make payroll and and insurance and do I have to pay the California Franchise Board tax even though I don't live there and all these other things that you have to deal with, right? So it gets very isolating because you don't have anybody to talk to about these things. That's exactly right. You can't you can't be brainstorming shutting down a division of your company with the employees in that division. That's right. <laughs> you know, you need to be you need to be deciding or just you're just brainstorming these ideas with with peers, people who who will understand. And even prior to the pandemic, loneliness was a huge issue. And there's a lot of research out there. And this last summer, I was at a trade show and I'm talking to a, a gentleman that with the lockdown, it killed his business. It just it just tanked. And then he got COVID. He believed he transmitted it to his mother. She died of COVID. His dog died. His best friend died. And we're just sitting there at lunch and he's telling me this. And I said, well, hopefully you've got someone there to help you, to be with you. And he said, no. I'm alone. And that is not an isolated isolation story. There are so many people that go through business troubles without someone there. And the other thing is when you don't have that peer group, who do you get to celebrate with? So it's not just in the bad times. It's the good times. When you just sign that big contract, who do you call? Who's going to celebrate with you? You need a group of people around you. Yeah, there's so much value. And the other thing is you can't do your best work by yourself. You know, there's that whole like lonely writer idea, right? That, you know, Jim puts on his smoky hat and his and his jacket with the patches on the elbows and goes to the old hotel in the middle of nowhere, the cabin in the woods and writes the great novel, right? But in reality, these people generally know a bunch of other writers and you know, they all talk to each other, bounce ideas off each other and and talk about the industry and publishers and and, you know, book tours and all these kinds of things. Right. So there's a lot of stuff that you don't see behind the scenes. That's kind of peer to peer group stuff uh, when it comes to any industry. I think that's really what the isolation book was about. 
But it's also an example of something that I thought was really interesting that that you had brought to our attention originally, which is a book funnel. Right. And we're a marketing podcast. Right. So I don't mind talking about, you know, the, the design and the and the, the flow of the book funnel and how it works. And uh, do you want to explain a little bit about what a book funnel is? Yeah. The great thing is, is that Amazon is a huge platform and there's billions of transactions going on. And we know that Google is a great search engine and YouTube is a great search engine. A lot of people looking for stuff there, but people also go to Amazon when they're looking for solutions and they're looking for books. And so they want to know, how do I grow my health and wellness business? So they go into Amazon, start searching through books and they find isolation, the health and wellness killer. And there's great content in there. We talk about the myths of running a business and actually show the reality around it. Things like you're not going to solve your business problems by watching 15 minute videos on YouTube. So we go through and, and talk about that in the book. But there's also links within that book. And this is part of the funnel because when someone buys a book on Amazon, we don't know who they are. You don't have their name. You don't have their email, their contact information. So you can't follow up with them. But if they click the links in there, so you provide valuable content, maybe video courses, supplemental material, worksheets that they can download to enhance their business, to apply the concepts that you're showing within the book. And you have that as gated content. That is, it requires them to put their email in. Now you can add them into the flow, into an email sequence. You can give them other offers because they have problems. They're trying to solve their business problem. And just reading a book also isn't any much different than just watching short videos on YouTube. You really need people to walk beside you, people who will not let you fail. Right. And so in the case of the isolation book, we talk about how a peer group or a mastermind or a networking group is a great solution for that. And then we have a link in it that allows people to check out the business builders mastermind group that we run. So we're not saying the only way to cure your your loneliness or your business isolation is our way. We're saying this is a way to do it. Here is an example of how we do it. And, and you know, if that's something that interests you, you can check that out also. That's exactly right. So it's adding a, a resource that they can use. And of course, the benefit to us is it gets people into our sales funnel and we can try and get those people in the group so we can help them. And honestly, I was talking to Michelle, who's in our group, and she was saying that probably the thing between her keeping her business going or giving up is our group. Wow. That's uh... it's amazing, right? Just a peer group of people, you know, help her not quit doing what she wants to do with her life. Right. And we're helping her, you know, and the other people in the group, you know, keep their business alive. I know that we had another gal in the group who had a business that was struggling because of some lockdowns and some regulations and stuff. And we were able to get her some ideas on how she can run the business during COVID time. And I mean, it's such a powerful thing, a mastermind group, right? And I know there's different kinds of mastermind groups. And, you know, if you don't have a health and wellness business, there's, there's lots of other, you know, groups out there that are specific to business types. Our group, I mean, we, 
kind of pitch it for health and wellness people, but, you know, any small business owner would benefit from it. But there are industry specific ones, too. There's groups for coaches and mentoring groups and there's business groups like your Chamber of Commerce business groups, there's BNI, all, all the groups that are out there. There's lots of localized ones. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a big fan of masterminds and I've been in a paid mastermind for coming up on three years. And I can say this absolutely the best decision that I made for my business, personal and spiritual life. Because it is a general mastermind. There are ones out there that you mentioned that are that are very specific, maybe how to how to grow sales or how to how to do certain things. And you're in them for a period of time. But my recommendation is find one like the business builders mastermind that isn't going to be just worried about are you making sales? And this is one of the things that I found about the business builder mastermind is we get to know each other when you spend time in there. And one of our members, you could tell there was something weighing on her. And members of that community then reached out to her outside of the mastermind time to come alongside because we knew she needed that support. And that is a huge part of a mastermind. It is a community. It's not just transactional. Yeah, and you know, another thing that I... I thought that was really good. And I found this out from Carrie, my wife, Carrie, because she's our community manager. Um, she uses Marco Polo, right? You use that app also, I found out after the fact. So Marco Polo is like a video messaging app. It's almost like text messages, except it's video messages. We decided using a Facebook group was not the healthiest thing because a lot of people are trying to get away from social media, at least feed-based social media, like Facebook, Instagram, that kind of stuff. And, you know, some studies have shown that it's not that healthy to be on certain types of social media. So we thought we'd want something that was a little healthier for our group and for, you know, the well-being of people. And it has been super successful for us. It's free, right, for starters, for everybody to get on there and use the app. And then you just click your point your phone at your face or whatever you're looking at and, and you talk and it sends the message to everybody in the group and then they can watch it on their time. This is one of those things where, again, you're just saying not only is it going to help you when you have troubles, but you get those celebrations. So if you just walked out of that meeting, you just shut down a Zoom meeting where you had a great success, you can pull up your phone, get onto Marco Polo and say, hey guys, guess what happened? And that moment is so important. And all the good chemicals that are flowing through your brain when that happens, you want to share that. And we've had questions asked in the Marco Polo video group about things like pricing. You know, am I pricing this service properly or I want to do this new offering? What do you guys think? This is something that I'm trying to sell. Who do you think is a good person for me to approach with this? And we've had people talk about that they got into a car accident and their car is broken. You know, there's personal things that happen, what people did over the holidays. Right. So there's there's quite the gambit. But yeah, that's that's community, right? That's that's people getting to know each other and helping each other and, you know, liking and trusting one another. And that's what community is about. Right. And that's what you want. That's that's how you avoid isolation. Right. Is having a community of people that you trust, that have your back, that you can talk to. Communities are built on on a common interest or shared hardship. And masterminds are both on that. 
And so it's a, it's a great opportunity to break the isolation, enhance your business and your personal life and join the mastermind. And these are things that when you write a book, you're able to direct people. So if you have a, a health and wellness business, I encourage people to write books. It establishes their credibility, but it does create that funnel. And not only does it, can the book be available on Amazon, but you can also create it as a direct download. And this is one of the things with the isolation, the health and wellness business killer book that we've done. And that has also been very successful. Right. We sell it on Amazon for 99 cents or you can download it off the website for free. Just put in your email and I'll tell you, no one anywhere will teach you how to do a proper author funnel for 99 cents. But you can go download our book on your Kindle for 99 cents or you can go to businessbuilderthrowdown.com, get it for free and read the book, see where the links are in the book, read the email sequence that you get. Go to the sales page that we use to get people to try our free trial for our mastermind group. Try the free trial out and go to the group and see how it is. And you can walk through every step of the process. And if that's something that you want to do with your business, it just costs you 99 cents and a little bit of time to learn how an entire sales funnel system works. Yeah, it's a, it's a fabulous deal. And it's kind of funny because you think, why would someone pay 99 cents when they can get it for free? But there's some people that it's just more convenient to read it on your Kindle reader or on your phone in that Kindle format because you can resize the font and so forth. So giving people choice is really important. So that's one, one of the things we wanted to do. Well, you know what? I always say the, the, the equivalent of putting your email address in to download something is the equivalent of buying something for a dollar. Absolutely. And that's U.S. dollars, by the way, for my Canadian folks. I think it's a dollar twenty-six Canadian, something like that. Now, you also do Amazon author, like Amazon Live videos with your Amazon author interviews. Do you want to talk about that for a minute? Yeah. So, Amazon Live is a relatively new platform. Came out in 2017. Amazon kept it a little quiet as they were developing it, and I'll say it's still in the development stage. But there's probably only a thousand people in the world who have access to broadcast live into Amazon. And the majority of those are not doing it. The author interview system is what you do when you're on Amazon Live. So you interview authors and then you put like their books and your books and stuff. There's like a little product carousel on the video. That's right. Yeah. So what happens is uh, people go to Amazon.com slash live. And you can see the the live channels that are there. A lot of them are like the home shopping club. So buy this coffee cup, use this makeup, or buy these electronics. I just happen to know a lot of people like you, Matt, who have written books. And of course, Amazon started as a bookseller, you know, online bookseller, and it just seemed uh, appropriate. So we talk about the books, and and there is a what they call a carousel right below. So all of Matt's books and podcasts that are on Amazon can be loaded right into the carousel. So people have the opportunity to click on them. And of course, people come there to buy stuff. And when you click on it, it's going to open a new tab. You can look at Matt's books, add to cart. Meanwhile, the interview is still going on and there's a live chat. So people could say, oh, Matt, what does this mean? Flattening the hamster wheel. Where did you come up with that? Or... 
I have a question about my health and wellness business. So it's a it's a it's an interactive platform. So our book, uh, Isolation, was you and myself and Holly Jean Jackson. And Holly's new book, Inspiration Contagion, is going to be out. Actually, it'll be out by the time this podcast airs. And you're going to be interviewing her on your Amazon Live, right? And then I also have a new book that is going to be out April 1st called How We've Always Done It. And it is about how to fight apathy and complacency in your business. That sounds like a great topic. I am I am really excited for that one, Matt. Man, it is it is everywhere. It's like a plague of people resting on their laurels or just keep doing things the same way they've always done it, regardless of the consequences. As they say, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got. That's right. You know, I heard somebody say this the other day when I was talking to them about it, and it's a little colorful uh, of a metaphor, but it says uh, if it smells like shit everywhere you go, you should look under your own shoe. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah, man, I just, you know what gave me the original idea for this book is uh, I had talked to somebody and they said that they were auditing what their administrative staff at their company was doing. And they had a gal there who was still posting to MySpace for their company. So as you can imagine, I don't think MySpace has been relevant unless you're like an independent band, you know, hasn't been relevant for about a decade at least. And they're just keep doing it. Yeah, MySpace and and, and a lot of social media platforms are becoming that way. The organic postings, the reaches to so few people that it may not be worth the time anymore. Right. Or they just post like, okay, go to our Facebook page and post a picture and two lines of text and do it on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's what they do. Since then, they never post videos, stories, reels, uh, any of the other platform things that you can do. They don't add new platforms as they come out. They just keep chipping away at the same thing they've always done. But you know what? We're going to talk about that on the author interview. (laughs) because we will, and I'll I'll just throw this out, that we call it social media, but really for it to be effective today, it needs to be relational media. That's right. It's not a megaphone, people. It's actually, I don't know what the opposite of a megaphone is, but that's how it is on business pages now. You yell into the big end and two or three people hear something out of the small end who are two other people who work for your company and your mom and your spouse. That's exactly, that's exactly it, Matt. Unless you're going to put some ad dollars behind it, folks. But we'll talk about the diminishing returns of social media advertising another time also. So, Scott, if somebody wants to be interviewed by you, for their book, and which is also going to be a great way for us to find some more business authors to interview this year on the Digital Marketing Masters podcast. How do they get a hold of you? Yeah, I've got a uh, page on my website. So if you go to dscottsmith.com slash get to know Scott, and between each one of those words, get to know Scott, put a hyphen, and that'll take you to uh, just a number of the projects and businesses that I have. And uh, click on the Amazon Live, and there's a spot there. Perfect. And the book is, well, there's several of them. Motivational Listener, Relationships, Grow Your Business, 
And the book that I co-authored with also D. Scott Smith and holistic health coach Holly Jean Jackson is called Isolation, the Health and Wellness Business Killer. And if you want to see how our author funnel works, buy the book on your Kindle or go to businessbuilderthrowdown.com and download it and just read through the book, super valuable information in it, as well as some stuff in there that can give you some ideas. And then you can follow through our funnel and see how it works. Yeah, it's a it's a great process. I encourage people to, of course, buy the books, but apply the concepts as well, because you want to grow your business. You, you're not there to not serve people. And that's what your business does is it solves people's problems. Yeah, don't be spinning your wheels on the hamster, <laughs> the hamster wheel. <laughs> that's also a book by Matt Rao. So he, <laughs> Since we are, you know, saying all the places that that you can read our books and and talk to us, we also have the Business Builder Throwdown seasons one and uh, two are on YouTube, and the Seven Minute Jabs podcast has a, a short seven minute version of each episode of the Business Builder Throwdown that you can get wherever you listen to awesome podcasts. And Scott, you have a, a show also, right? The a live show with Russ Hedge. Yeah. So uh, I co-host The Experience live with Russ and Scott. It's a weekly talk show. We bring in two guests. It's at 7 a.m. Pacific, so 10 Eastern time every Wednesday. And uh, we just yesterday started season three with our one year anniversary show. Lots of lots of things. Go use that little rewind button in your podcast app to go back and write all these things down so that you can subscribe to them all and get all the information you need to grow your business for free. Unless you buy the book, then it's 99 cents. <laughs> Scott, thank you so much for being on the show today. Hey, Matt, it is always so much fun to talk with you and to hang out. Thanks for letting me join you on the show today. Sounds good. I can't wait to be on the uh, uh, author interviews live. Absolutely. Yeah, we've done it before and we'll do it again. This has been Digital Marketing Masters with Matt and Carrie Rouse. For notes and a transcript of this episode, go to hookseo.com forward slash podcast. Join us next week as we dive into more tips and ideas to grow your business. Digital Marketing Masters is brought to you by Hook SEO Digital Marketing. Our show is produced by Matthew Rouse and Scott Burson. Mixed and edited by Silent Outburst Productions. I'm your announcer, Daniel D. Craig. We would love to hear your thoughts. Please leave us an honest review with your podcast provider. Your reviews help us help more business leaders just like you.